Welcome to the Little Life Lessons podcast with me, Tasha the Moonchild. Let's see what life lesson I've learnt in this episode and how it can hopefully help you too. Being a modern mum sucks. There, I said it. I know it's controversial, but hear me out. I was scrolling through LinkedIn the other day and there was a snippet of an interview with Stephen Bartlett, the guy from Dragon's Den, and a woman called Tarika Barrett. And she's the CEO of a company called Girls Who Code. And she said, mothers don't break, but mothers are broken right now. And that resonated so much for me that I figured I'd do a whole podcast episode all about it. I think the main reason that being a modern mum sucks for me is because we're expected to parent like we don't have jobs, but also work like we're not parents. And rightly or wrongly, this doesn't work because when shit hits the fan, it's usually the mum that has to deal with it. Now, don't come for me because I know that this isn't the case for every family. But what I can tell you is that when things go wrong, it's me that gets called first. It's me who has to try and book time off. It's me who has to do some appointments alone because dad can't get the time off work. It's me who fills the forms in. It's me who makes the phone calls. It's me who arranges care club. It's me who rearranges care club. It's me who has to remember the dress down days, the teddy bears picnics, the bake sales, the change of PE kit days. And it sucks because when something eventually falls down, it's also down to me. And then I feel like shit for not being able to juggle everything. But that's what it comes down to for me. It's struggling with the juggle. And we've all heard that phrase. But the problem is it's almost become... It's almost become the norm and it's something that we all laugh about, but it isn't a laughing matter because it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. So it doesn't matter whether you work, whether you are a full-time mom, whether you're a carer, whether you have support, we're all expected to keep calm, carry on, but also be the backbone of family life. It's no wonder that almost 60% of parents have struggled with their mental health at some point because their mental load is just too much. Because on top of being essentially personal assistants for our children, there's a house to run. And for some mums, there's also businesses, there's jobs, there's caring for family member responsibilities thrown on top too. So it's no wonder that we're struggling. I was talking to my long distance bestie the other day about this very subject and she said that whilst feminine has feminism feminine feminism has done amazing things for women's rights it's actually made it a lot harder for mums as well and she's totally right because whilst the men folk I use that as a generic term are now happy for us to work and to contribute there's still I think, a general, a generational expectation that we're also still the main caregivers. And again, I appreciate that this isn't the case for everyone, but I do think it's the norm. It's certainly the norm in most of my friendship groups. Is, is it for you? I'd love to know. Let me know. So I guess what I want to talk about is that while society might expect you to be 
I need you to remember that you aren't Wonder Woman. You can't do it all and you can't be everything to everyone. As much as we would all love to be, it's just not possible. And I know I've spoken about self-care before. Episode one was dedicated to it, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be talking about it throughout all of my podcasts because I'm so passionate about it, because it's so important. We can get so bogged down in being there for other people and the never-ending to-do list that we just forget about ourselves. Now, I know that I am really lucky because I have a partner who understands that if I don't take time out for myself, my mental health will nosedive. And when it does, I'm fit for nothing. So I can't serve my family, myself, my job or anybody else. So he understands that I need to do what I need to do to keep on top of my self-care and ultimately he encourages me to do that. But I also know that I'm really lucky that I have a partner who's always been an active caregiver. I so often see women who say that they can't take time out for themselves, they can't do things for themselves because they can't physically leave their children with their fathers because they don't know how to look after them properly. Now, if that's you, I need you to know that it's never too late to learn. So please don't let that be a barrier to you taking time out for yourself because you can teach them. You can teach them how to be you for a few hours, I promise. One thing I want you to think about and remember is that taking time out for yourself makes you a better mum. So you know how on airplanes in the safety talks, they always tell you to put your own mask on before helping your children with theirs in an emergency. That's essentially what self-care is. It's putting your own mask on first. It's putting your mental health first so that you are in a better position to help your children. Because if you're too busy in an emergency, putting those masks on your children and forget to put your own on, what's going to happen? In an emergency, they're going to be fine and you're not. And I know that's a bit doom and gloom, but it's the one analogy that I always use that hits home how important it is to take care of yourself. Because if you don't, there's going to be nothing of you left to take care of. So today's life lesson is to remind you as well that you were a person before you were a parent and you'll be a person again when those children of yours fly the nest. It's why it's so important for you to look after yourself and not get lost in your responsibilities because once those responsibilities have gone, what's going to be left? Your sole purpose in life isn't to be a mum. It might be a big part of your purpose, but it's not your only purpose. So I also want to do a big shout out to all of the women out there who choose not to be mums. I applaud you. Because whilst feminism might have made things harder for mums, it's given women choices and it's empowered them to live their lives exactly how they want to rather than what society expects of them. Seeing as I talk about self-care so much, today I thought I'd share my Sleep for Self-Care bundle. When we're busy trying to be everything to everyone, often the one thing that suffers is sleep. Because the second we try and stop and relax in bed is when our thoughts are invaded by the to-do list, by our self-critical thoughts, things we've forgotten, things we aren't very good at. 
That's why I created the Sleep for Self Care Bundle, because when I make the effort, create a proper bed routine and stick to it, I sleep better. So what's in it? First, you'll get a 25-page guide which explains the science behind getting a good night's sleep, how you can get more REM sleep, how to calm your body and mind before trying to go to sleep, and the four evening habits that could be sabotaging a good night's sleep. I'll also share 10 everyday sleep tips and some breathing tips for you to try. On top of that, to complement the guide, you'll also receive two guided meditations, a guided breathing and something called the peaceful place. Both are less than 10 minutes long, but both are perfect just before bed, as well as any time during the day when you just need a break. I'll leave a link to the website to grab yours in the show notes, or you can head on over to tashathemoonchild.bigcartel.com where you'll find it under resource bundles in the shop. Thank you for listening to another episode of Little Life Lessons with me, Tasha the Moonchild. I'd love to know what resonated for you, so please do leave me a little comment if you feel called to do so. Otherwise, don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next time. Thank you.